Hey, welcome to the Perfect Art Podcast. This is going to be episode 7, I believe, I think. Episode um, 7. Yeah. Uh, I am Cole. I'm a co-host of Drive Check. Uh, and also, I'm joined by... Andy. Me. Still. Um, <laughs> co-host of this podcast. Seven weeks strong. And nothing else. Yeah, seven weeks. And people, you guys seem to enjoy it. So we're, we're, we can see who's listening. Mm-hmm. Well, not like who specifically, I don't know, you know, but uh, we're getting this, you know, numbers are are good. People seem to like it. So thanks. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Much appreciated. Cool. All right. Yeah. So the rundown for this episode, we're going to do hot or not real quick, real quick. There's not a lot of, not a lot of spice come out since the last time we recorded. Uh, then we're going to do a, I think like, a, like another quick meta breakdown. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about some stuff. Yeah. A semi-lackluster tournament report. And uh, a listener submission question, and that's going to be it. Should be hopefully a shorter episode this week. Relatively quick this week, as far as it's it's been concerned. That's just because the cards for hot or not. There's there weren't as many of them, and they weren't as I don't know spicy. Good. Yeah. Well, I actually well okay. I don't want to say that. Let's just let's just jump into it, and uh, and we'll see. You guys can decide for yourselves. How's that sound? Uh, hopefully good. Hopefully good. I'm going to let you take these first couple cards. Thank God you uh, zoomed in. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so first one, uh, we're going to have Keenly Rudely. It's a grade two for Dark States. Uh, when this unit is placed on the Vanguard Circle, if your Vanguard is uh, Master of Gravity, Baron Magnus, you can counterblast one. Choose any number of normal units from your soul, and this unit gets 5,000 power until end of turn for each card chosen. Return all of the chosen cards from your deck uh, to your deck and shuffle it. Uh, ride deck cards are returned to the ride deck face up. Uh, so I think this card is pretty spicy. It's a really nice little finisher uh, because it doesn't specify when placed from hand. So you can uh, more often than not, you'll probably have more than 15 cards in your soul. So you can just kind of put cards back into your deck so that you can drive check them and draw them and whatnot so you'll deck out a little bit uh less quick um i do like that so you can pop it out with bear magnus and you can decide to do that if you've got a lot and then she becomes a pretty strong beater she's also a 10k right off the bat so uh, a lot of times that we've seen is cards that uh give a lot of power generally have weaker stat lines which is not the case for her which is what i like also it should make her math a lot easier which is greatly appreciated um the fact, the only thing that I don't like is that it costs a counterblast, and Bear Magnus can be kind of counterblast heavy, so that's just something to to look out for. Um, but yeah, this I don't think that this is gonna be like a four of, maybe like a one or a two of kind of option that you can call out and do yeah, shenanigans well just, with. You can just call it out with Bear Magnus' skill after using like a what, what is it called? Selfish something? Oh, uh, selfish uh, engraver. Yeah, selfish to, engraver. to counter charge yeah. one and then counterblast it again. Yeah, so it's like yep. kind of free. Um, kind of, yeah. You know, in a way, I do think this card is pretty cool. I like that if you're keeping a track of your opponent's hand uh, as the game goes longer, you can make this just the right amount where they can't mm-hmm. guard it. Yep. If you know what's going on that way, yep. and uh, we find Barrow Magnus in this place where you're getting you're winning with like four cards in your deck. Correct. Yeah. So your your opponent might be getting down there too if they're playing prison or any kind of deck that's drawn a lot of cards, Zorga or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you could just like pop ten cards back in your deck, and exactly. who cares if you if you don't have Baromancer's skill anymore because you're not dying. And and also who cares if they're because tr- like. Most people get upset because you're not putting triggers back in, but who cares at that point? Because Baron Magnus, mandatory draw, and then you uh, drive check two. So that's four cards a turn between uh, your draw for turn and then your two drive checks and the draw for his ability. So that's four cards. If you can put back at least four cards, you're set. Like that is, yeah, yep. exactly. So I actually really like this card. Um, it's probably <laughs> the spiciest that I've seen so far. Yeah, card seems good. Uh, it's got cool art, cool effect. Uh, I'll yep. I'll say hot on this card. I think it's going to be pretty neat as a one or two of. And uh, yep. I mean, you could just you could literally just play one of this. Correct. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. So. Yeah, it you're more likely to soul charge it than not. So. Yeah, uh, and if you damage it, oh well, you go back to the OG Baron Magnus plan. Yep. Uh, next. 
Tell us about the boy. <laughs> All right, this is a uh, grade two steam mage Ashurda. Uh, he has an ability <laughs> continuous on the guardian circle. If your soul has seven or more cards, uh, this unit gets shield plus 5,000, making him a 10k guard, which is nice. Uh, but <laughs> the other ability, though, auto when this unit is uh, retired from the guardian circle, you may put this card into your soul. Ah, I like that. I love when cards have that, especially as a dark regular player. That's it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, cards good. Cards busted. Uh, so Bushi already has said that they know that this is broken with Dantarian. Um, in premium, I I guess if you <laughs> they're gonna fix it, I'm sure they'll choice restrict it or something. Yeah. But if you really want to play Dantarian in premium, then this then. There you go. <laughs> if you if you can get four of him into your soul, uh, literally every attack you can guard for forty thousand shield, and then it goes back into your soul for free. Like, that's it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but you have to be playing Dentarian. Hey, hey, <laughs> I I love Dentarian. <laughs> yeah, um, Dentarian's yeah. cool, but he's no, not yeah, it's it's, it's mean... not. It, he's not there. Uh, that interaction would definitely help him. But uh, he ain't he ain't there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, this card it's very simple. It's obviously very strong. Um, I don't know like where you're putting this. You have to. This is a card you have to make room for if you want to play it, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. contribute to your game plan. It's just defensive. If you're playing against a lot of aggro decks at your local meta, this card's great. Make room Can... for I don't know. Make room for two of it. Make room for four of it. It's the choice. Okay, so we've seen a couple of cards that require you to have seven or more cards in soul, actually. I think. Uh, like, oh. I think with the, some of the uh, the Bruce cards that were revealed earlier, like last week, I think they also did did that kind of stuff. Um, I'm scrolling back to look real quick. Because if that's the case, this might be kind of like a hint to what Greedon's going to do. Okay. Um, because I feel like he'll probably have increments, maybe not increments of seven specifically, but you know, using seven or whatnot. Or if maybe you have seven, or maybe like yeah. soul blast seven or something. Or Bruce just kind of wants to to go back to, uh, not go back to, but like, oh yeah. So uh, with pandemonium tactics, six or more, eight and twelve, and so like that's that would fit pretty well in in there if Bruce kind of turns into more of a, uh, getting a bunch of soul. Instead of soul blasting five, right now, so sure, yeah, and this guy only needs seven or more cards to get the shield plus five thousand. Correct. Otherwise, yeah. he he always goes into the soul. So that's pretty good. Maybe your deck does just start with four. of This guy when you're building a new deck, maybe, maybe. and trim from there if you need to, because that that is really, I mean, that's really good. That's basically the Dark States version of Toga Chirashi, right? Yeah. 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 Man, Stoy K Gross. would love that card. <laughs> yeah, this is gnarly. Yeah. All it, right. He might not even be played too, but like it's. And also, could see no play whatsoever. But yeah, I think it seems cool. Mm -hmm. He's got his book and his big fancy hat. He's writing something. Assured. Uh, pretty Assured. Solid. Uh, next. Breaking uh, cards. Oh, I love this art. Yeah, this art is awesome. Uh, I want to talk about this card because it's. It's a new set order, and I feel like that's relevant for Orphis. It's a new world order, I should say. So this is Beyond the Perpetual Time. It's a set order for Brankate. It's got the normal Dark Knight Epistle, Dark Knight text, uh, but what it does is when your Shadow Army token is placed, while this is in the order zone, that place unit gets plus 5,000 power until end of turn. Uh, you do have to Soul Blast 2 to play this, as opposed to the rest of the orders that you have to Soul Blast 1 for. Not that Soul's really an issue in Orphus. You can kind of manage it pretty well with Bobelmean and stuff like that. But I don't think this is good enough. So, so let's break down what the other the other orders do, right? So the the grade two, the original grade two did what? Draw a card. Draws a card. And then the grade three uh, kills the front row. Kills the front row. And then the was it another grade two? The new one yep. makes a one uh, shadow army for one makes counter. A shadow army. Yep. And then this guy just he would pump up all of your shadow army tokens that are placed. Yeah. 
Yep. But you could also just Persona ride as well. And yeah, this that. card doesn't provide any card advantage by itself. It's mm-hmm. making... It's good if... On your Orphus activation, it's good for 15k. Mm-hmm. Right? I just don't think this is good enough. I could be wrong. I'm probably not, though. It's uh, <laughs> it, it just doesn't seem like it's... It's not contributing to the game plan. You already make really big numbers. You don't need to get any crazier unless the format gets really defensive for some reason. Yeah. I could see I could see maybe playing one of these as a search target for Rudis if you know you're playing against some really tanky deck or something like that. Otherwise, eh, I'd rather just have more removal. Yep, I would agree. Or um, or just the the card draw. The card draw is always good. It's definitely the sickest art of the orders, um, but <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know about that. It's nice art. It's nice art. It just it, it's it's interesting to me because it doesn't look like a Vanguard art card, and that's why I, I appreciate it. Oh that. sure, it looks yeah. more like a Magic Land than. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay? Yeah, and the right. art is like it's like a destroyed time gate or something. It looks pretty cool. It's like some sort of. Snowy. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a big stone, like an obelisk yeah. that's been destroyed. It's got a giant hole in the middle of it. Big hole in the middle, like a it's a big bagel. All right, next, <laughs> um, a card that I think is super playable. Uh, it's Cardinal Fang. I wish these would just have normal names. Why can't this just be Cardinal Fang Bill or something <laughs> like that? It's Steve. Cardinal Fang Rayogia, Rayogia, and it's a cat. Um, when this unit is placed in the rearguard circle. Look at three cards from among them. From or wait, <laughs> this this translation is wrong. When this unit is placed in the rearguard circle, look at the top three cards of your deck. Uh, choose a world order from among them. Reveal it. Put it into your hand. Put the rest in the bottom in any order. So right away, this is a grade one version of that grade two snake. Um, miasma or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So right away, that's just this is a grade one version. It doesn't take up space in your front row. Does the same thing. Uh-huh. And then it's got a rearguard skill if your vanguard is Orphist. Cost, you may soul blast one and retire this unit and call a shadow army token. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so this is just... This is just good. This card's just value. Mm-hmm. I like it. Super yeah. hot. It turns itself into a shadow army token. That's yeah. really cool. It's, it's, a, it's a booster early, and then later it's, it's a big boy. Yeah, and the other grade one we didn't really like, right? I don't think that card's good. Um, but yeah, th- so this is interesting because the people I've seen people play the grade two, the snake card, uh-huh. and I we talked about how I don't think it's very good. Yep. But but when you take that effect and put it on a put it on a grade one and b apply a a really good rearguard skill to it, mm-hmm. that effect automatically is ju- it becomes just gravy. Yep. And that's that's wonderful. Um would this card be playable without the search the top three? I don't I don't know. It seems like you take the really average skill of search the top three, staple on the, the nice skill of making a guy at the cost of a soul blast, and you get this really good card. We, we I, know that if we take the second skill away, this card's unplayable, but if correct. you take the first if you take the first skill away, is this card still playable? I would say so. You think uh, so? Yeah, especially like if you're low on counterblast for some reason. Like you said, was uh Orphus doesn't really suffer from like soul starving. Yeah. Or, you know, like using too much soul, so you can just convert that soul into a fifteen K attacker. And if for some reason you like Persona Road or whatever, like it just adds more on top of it. Because it doesn't have to be in the back row either in order to get some effect. Nope. Um, so that's uh I really like I really like that card, that effect. Even yeah. if it uh didn't have that first part. Yeah, cool card, cool effect, super good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that's it. That's it for Hot or Not this week. Wait, no, it's not. I was gonna no, say not. we. Have I'm some, super wrong. I didn't. I didn't pull them up because I. I didn't Ooh. think the names were relevant. I got it. They're name. not relevant. Um, oh. <laughs> there's well, the the nobody cares about the names of the cards, so I didn't pull it up. The last thing is uh, every nation is getting a new crit trigger. Well, everything except Lyrical is getting yeah. a new crit trigger. And those crit triggers have a skill. They have a rearguard circle skill that say, after the attack this unit boosts, put it into your soul, give something plus 2,000. 
All right, so right off the bat, don't even focus on that plus 2,000. That does literally nothing. It doesn't help make numbers, like, at all. Uh, if it was plus 3,000, then we're talking, but 2 just doesn't cut it. Um, the He's also a 4K attack, or, you know, 4K power. They're 4K power. boosters, yep. So that actually throws a wrench into a lot. Some decks plans, like, if you wanted to rush, you just can't hit the numbers that you need with a 4K booster. Um, so that's a little unfortunate. But uh, the fact that, to me, the fact that it goes into your soul is super nice. That's the best part about that card. Because um, this would, specifically, I'm thinking of Zorga right off the bat. Uh, maybe even Magnolia too, but early Magnolia, not like late game Magnolia. Oh, but, wait, I think this is insane for Magnolia. I could care less about Zorga, because you're never going to get this thing with Zorga. Like, you're going to, what are you going to do, call it back with an order? You're going to mill it over, you're never going to draw it, and it's, it's going to be irrelevant. But with Magnolia, you can, if you accidentally call it off the top with your ride line effect, who cares? Draw it later, you don't need the shield necessarily. Because that's the thing, you're missing out on the shield when you yeah. play these. Mm -hmm. Right? Magnolia doesn't really care about that. But a lot <laughs> of decks are going to miss that 15k shield just to get mm -hmm. plus one soul. Yeah. I Like, I didn't... Off the top of my head, I, I didn't think that Zorg would really care about it too much, because, like, early, throw it in, and that just means I have another turn that I can use Shark with it, and not have to worry about my soul. So, yeah, that would that would be my rationale. But um, the fact that everything gets it is really cool to me. Like, now you can, you can finally put something down to boost behind a Nirvana, <laughs> and then yeah. not worry about it staying there and still add to your soul for your, uh, your Overdress cards, so... I really like that part. Um, I think, and so I guess the conversation really comes into play. Uh, now that you have the ability to run 11 to 12 crits, would you just like just run those? Would you drop all the draws slash fronts yeah. to do it now? So real quick before, I don't have the names, but I have the arts. So the Dragon Empire art is sick. Uh, the Keter Sanctuary art is sick. They're both like, so the Keter Sanctuary is like a big royal paladin looking dragon the de1 is like some crazy ninja dragon he looks insane yeah stoikea gets a flower lady <laughs> brant gate gets uh looks like a d robo and dark states gets completely shafted in my opinion this art looks like a four-year-old druid looks real bad um it's like a sniper gear Your thing with something. wings yeah. on its hips i don't know I what's got... going on with it <laughs> I got it, the names if you want, but you there's got nothing the names? special. There's nothing really special. Yeah, the one the names are irrelevant. I just the the art on the art on two of these is insane. The art on the other two are fine, and then Dark States just Ugh. it's like they pulled out really old G art or something, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, put it on the card. It's fine. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, well, okay. it's rough. I think the Brankate doesn't look too great either. It looks like really early. It it looks really er yeah. It reminds me of really early Deep Police cards uh -huh. in that the the light, and we see this with Vanguard cards sometimes, which makes me question some of the art direction. The lighting on the robot does not match the lighting in the background. Correct. So the, the robot is super well lit and really bright, but it's clearly sunset in this city. Yeah. He's also got, like a knife he's holding upside down that almost looks like a microphone or something. It looks kind of beefy. <laughs> it does the... look like a microphone. Yeah. He's about to start spitting some sick bars. And his or post something. would yeah. definitely... Yeah. No. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Ketter and, and Dragon Empire look awesome, though. Yeah, so... I know. Those look, they look so good. And Storkaya looks fine. If you like Plant Ladies, yeah. congratulations. It's, it's super new. Um... But, like, can you think of a deck outright right now that would want to run uh, 11 to 12? I'm saying 11 to 12 because people are still, like, you don't want to take a heal out for an overshaker unless you do. Then that's your thing. Uh, like... Yeah, Magnolia, um, Eugene, I think wants, wants 11. I can see that. I think that Seraph. Yeah. Those would be pretty spicy in Seraph. Yep. Especially because you're more likely to actually 
And these are also all decks that want to play them and use their effect, because yep. with Seraph you could Soul Blast, get all of almost all of Seraph's card effects are Soul Blast. Eugene wants that thick soul, mm -hmm. and Magnolia is using the soul incrementally throughout the course of the game, and they'll run out pretty quick. So those three decks are the first three off the top of my head that make me think, yeah, four of these in automatically at least replace our vanilla crits with them. There's no reason to not replace your vanilla crits with yeah, these. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that is... In general. That's... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, replace your vanillas for these, because it's just... It's another option, right? Yeah, you You're absolutely. not... You, more often than not, you're not going to call it down and actually use its effect, but, like, it's an option if you have to. Um, because the shield's all the same, so... Thank God the shield's all the same. If it was a 10k, and gave... Yeah, oof. I think if it was a 10k, it'd be way more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, but it just I would, I would not like that if it was a tent because, like, oh, and uh, and Bastion would also probably really want these too. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I don't think it. I don't think Bastion needs it anymore because you're not soul blasting two for Dark Strain anymore since you got the new set order. Oh, I mean, yeah, right. you'll play this in Bastion, but it's not like you're gonna go. Well, oh my goodness! Let me play it and get its effect to charge my soul. So what are the, what other cards or triggers would you want? Would you run fronts and draws? I mean, I you're don't... gonna play. You, you want to play twenty? The you want to play the twenty k front? That yep. Never mind. You're yeah, right. for <laughs> that, no matter what. And then <laughs> I, I mean, that. yeah, I've seen Bastion play draws. You're still gonna play this in Bastion, but yeah. you're much less concerned about putting it on the field for its effect to get it into your soul because you're no longer worried about soul charging or soul blasting too. Well, right. I was thinking going more of the the aggro like eleven to twelve crit and just just for the crit aspect, and not necessarily because of the effect. Uh, yeah, you still want your fronts. Yeah. In Bastion. Yeah, just because the just because of the power, but I don't. If you didn't have the extra, the extra shield. Sorry, not not power. The extra shield that the fronts gave. I don't think but there'd sure, be any 12 reason. Yeah. Or eleven. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce. I've seen someone argue that that Bruce would want these, but I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Bruce and I are not not on the same wavelength right now, so it it could be it could be a totally different play style for Bruce too. Like a more aggressive slash uh tempo version than just what we currently have. Um see Barrow Magnus is probably would want this just to accelerate soul a little yeah, bit there. You're gonna put it in everything, right? You're gonna replace your vanillas with this but as far as like learning when to play it on the battlefield on the rearguard circle or keep it in your hand for guard, that's gonna be where these cards are misplayed the most. Where, where that's gonna give these cards an opportunity to be played with incorrectly. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's not about if the cards are good; they're obviously good. They're crits with effects. They're they're obviously fantastic. It's more about the player and whether or not you're gonna throw these away for no reason. Or you're going to use them to guard. That's it. I don't know. It's like... It's cool that we're... It's always cool when we get new cards. Mm -hmm. I kind of hate these. Because, one, you have to play... These are just better than every other crit in the game. Mm -hmm. So you have to play them right away. You don't have a choice. There's no option. And you're... I just They did that with front triggers, too. So... Are we just going to keep getting new triggers that just you have to buy? I mean, they're rares, whatever. They're not going to be cheap. Or they're going to be cheap, excuse me. But you're going to have to just... Well, you have your SP trigger lineup that you bought. Don't you look silly. Because now those cards are not playable. I mean, so, like, my counter-argument to that would be, like, with lands in Magic, right? Because, like, they keep coming up with, like, new... Dual land, new version of dual lands, right? And some so, of them just outclass others, right? Not to get too far into this, in, into like lands and magic. Um, you, when you look at eternal formats, which are non-rotating formats, mm -hmm. it's fetch lands and shock lands, or fetch lands and dual lands. Those are the right. lands that are played. Yeah. Those aren't new. This has been around forever. What you're referring to are new lands for standard, which is a mm -hmm. rotating format. So. Yeah, because of rotation, you need to play with the new cards. It's not that if we still had fetch lands and shock lands or fetch lands and dual lands in standard, 
no one would play with the new lands because they're not better. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. And yeah, because we don't have a, uh, a rotating format, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, v- Vanguard doesn't rotate, which is a whole, we could do a whole show on that. But it, it, uh, which, you know what, actually, we are, we're going to do an episode about, about Vanguard and rotation right, because it's, good. it's like, it's the, it's the non-rotating game that rotates the most, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, anyway, these cards are cool. You're going to replace your vanillas with them. I'm not keen on their card design direction and how they're forcing new triggers down your throat. Mostly because like Vanguard is a game where people are drawn to these aesthetics and what if you don't like stupid-looking Gear Chronicle thing with a gun? And what if you don't like the aesthetic of Neo Nectar or Dimensional Robo Transformer guy? You know, what if you wanted to play mm-hmm. your alien front trigger or your alien crit triggers? Or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm just being too, I guess, butthurt for no reason. <laughs> But I think it just I think seems like there's there's some warrant to that to that uh, yeah. argument. But also, I mean, they got to make new cards, right? And they got to innovate on the game somehow. And adding adding effect triggers. Uh, so I think what they really shouldn't have done, they shouldn't have offered any SP triggers at the beginning, and then moving forward, if they're gonna add the effects, then then you can add the SP. Well, they got to make money, yeah. Cole. <sighs> But I mean, like you're making money on that. You know, they that set sold so much that went into a reprint. Like they did a reprint of that, which does not happen in Vanguard. So yeah, but how much of that do you think is because people are trying to bust SP triggers because they get to keep them forever and use them for the foreseeable future? It's a non-zero mm. sum. Like mm. it's definitely people were opening those to get triggers, mm. and now those triggers are pushing unplayability. That is at at some point, right? Yeah, at some point, sure. Yeah. 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 Anyway, what are, what are we doing? What are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, yeah, those. So those are, we got new crits. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, let's move on because I'm getting too hot and bothered. <laughs> okay, week numero dose of Japanese meta featuring. Lyrical Monasterio. A couple things. Lauren Roll, Clarissa are the two new decks to beat. Mm-hmm. We kind of we kind of hit that on the head. I feel like in our little yep. mini uh, power rankings, Felty Rosa and Bastion are sitting around the same percent of the meta. Bruce has been pushed down pretty far, which is cool. Um, Alstiel is the fourth deck, and uh, as far as like meta percentage of showing up mm-hmm. and everyone was so concerned about monster strike and what it was going to do and how it was going to warp the format well it's not even there anymore um whether people have just dropped it completely or these new lyrical are decks they... are just beating up on it or yeah the, the only one there is is pandora but like that's it's got one result same thing with token rombo so it might as well not even same be with, included yeah they have it's pandora and uriel but they Make the same percentage as Token Rambu, so <laughs> yeah, so whatever. Um, so let's what? Okay, we know that a uh, a percentage of players are dropping their Bruce and their Bastion decks and picking up Lauren Roll and Car- Clarissa, mm-hmm. right? So, do we expect this to stay the way it is? I know it's really early, so people are playing these cards. Do we expect the lyrical domination until set three comes out? Yeah. Or do you think it's just a matter of time before people... Do you think people are going to stick with this, or do you think they'll switch back? I think I think they'll they'll switch back. Um, because, as as we've seen, there's some, there's some nice stuff coming in set three, right? And plus set three is the new stuff. And so the new stuff goes with the old stuff, right? And so you combine and then that becomes like the new new and then that'll take over yep. I think some of the some of the part uh pie chart, at least for a while. But I still think that like if you invested in Loranarol or Clarissa, I still think that that would be those would both be like quite competitive options for a while. Um 
Yeah. Those decks are just so good still. Um, like, even Barrow Magnus is still up there compared to some of the... Barrow Magnus is doing better than Bruce. Yep. To me, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, like, it's hard to find just a bad deck in, in Overdress to begin with. There are just well, some that are way better, and there's some that are absolute garbage. But like, for the I, I, everything can win. Yeah, everything can win because that's just Vanguard. There, there's no un- unwinnable matchups, right? Overtriggers mm-hmm. exist, so everything can win. What a so? Let me ask you this before we look at like actual because we're going to talk about like a deck or two, right? But you guys could do your own homework. These lists are not particularly exciting. Mm-hmm. They're exactly what you'd expect. You just kind of tweak your numbers. I didn't yep. see a Felty Rosa deck playing the Ruby Order for Willista. I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh. Just to get the cycling. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, the decks look... This is not a deck-building podcast. You can build your own deck. You can look at these these lists and, and kind of tweak for yourself. So, ignoring everything from V past, so ignoring, like, Bermuda Triangle, Let's just let's say we're starting fresh, and mm-hmm. let's say this is a new game that exists separately, and we've never had V series. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you feel about the way they're handling lyrical as it being its own set? Um, how do you feel about the way the is it too is it too strong? Is it setting a precedent for where set three needs to kind of reach its power level? Because set three is like done by the time this comes out, right? Those cards are already finished; they're not getting tweaked. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how do you feel about just lyrical in general, the power level of it? Not comparing it to Bermuda and what's happened in the past with Vanguard, just on its own, and how we're it's like the one the one and done support for the year. So does that make sense? Like yeah, kinda, yeah, it makes yeah. Sense. Okay, okay. But what's what's interesting to me is, um, just like the sheer amount of support that they got. They got the same amount of cards that a normal uh, set boost got, 120. Um, and the fact that of those, and they added six new ride lines, right? And those new ride lines, uh, half of them are like some of the the most winningest decks at the moment is kind of concerning but also i feel like it's like just the natural progression of new new things being added into the meta and especially i don't have a problem with either uh lorana roll or clarissa being like good because that's fine you're gonna print good decks and whatnot so it doesn't bother me um it is a little worrying how overwhelming it is right now but i don't know i don't think it's it's too bad as we're saying and i shouldn't compare it to bermuda triangle don't uh, don't compare it to bermuda triangle that's the whole point i'm not it's it's the releases are different though um yeah okay because bermuda triangle was once a year generally once a year and you got a lot of a fair amount of support right I don't think that Lyrical is going to be once a year. It just so far has been once a year because Van- our Standard itself has less sets um, and they're bigger sets. So you've got... And this is actually technically considered like a main set as well. Um, because... Yeah. So I, I would consider that whereas the Bermuda sets were like extra boosters so they were different. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't... We'll find out next two weeks in two weeks what the what their release schedule will be for next year like the beginning of next year as well so it could be they could have like set five could be uh a lyrical set and like maybe they are once a year i don't know yeah i do want to i do want to put a pin in that for just a second hold that thought you say they're different sets excuse me in the way that their uh bermuda was extra boosters but -hmm. if you look at the product code this is DLBTO1. Yes. And that's what's really weird to me. It's a lyrical booster. It's not a main set booster. But right. it's still being advertised as a main set booster and not like an extra thing. So this right, counts. Yeah. it's. This says to me, to Bushi, this is very much its own entity. And that very well might be the case. 
Um, and I wonder if that means if I I wonder how it's tested. If it's just tested in the vacuum of its own of itself. So if that's the case, then it shouldn't be included at all if it's not tested against the other stuff. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case though. It yeah, maybe not, but it it does seem Lorian Roll seems as oppressive as Set One Bastion. So what's also interesting is there there weren't a lot of results from last week into this week right now. Or, you know, whatever. The last right. time we recorded into this, because I think Japan's having some some uh some spikes at the moment. Yeah, get vaccinated people. Or it's gonna be it's gonna happen here too. If you wanna play Vanguard in person with people, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yep. And this isn't a it's not a political stance or anything ridiculous like that. Just get the shot. Anyway. Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah, because they're they're um, not playing in person over there right now. Yep. They were and I think I think because of that and if if they had more tournaments and whatnot, I think Lorana Rawls like oppressiveness would go down quite a bit. Um yeah, it's also week two. People are still shaking mm-hmm. it out, right? People mm-hmm. are still adjusting. Yeah. So, like, as the as people learn to play against Lorana Roll, she'll go down. Uh, Bash yeah, well, will probably go back up. Well, here's just to play devil's advocate. Um, and this is similar numbers to when set one came out and Bastion, boom, just big piece of the pie, right? Thirty four percent. Bastion, oh my goodness, what the heck, Bushi, what are you doing making these cards? Ban Alden. Ban Alden, yeah, god, people. Um, but nothing changed as far as cards getting, no, nothing got restricted or banned or anything mm-hmm. like that. But Bastion also didn't go down. It was still, until this came out, it was still a really strong deck, uh, one of the top two. And I'd still probably put it in the top two, honestly. If I had to make like a hot take, I'd say Lauren Roll and Bastion are those two strongest decks. Mm-hmm. But do, so, do you do you really think that it's a learn to play against it, adjust sort of thing, or do you think that it's objectively the most powerful Vanguard cards available in D series? So people are just playing it because it's good. Because that's what happened with Bastion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have like. Royal Paladin simps playing Bastion, right? But then you also have people that just picked up the deck because it it was insanely strong, and it was kind of smack your head on the table, win the game. Yeah. Learn roll as long as you play your orders and you know what to unflip. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. I make big cat girl go burr, right? It's it's not like it's a uh, very complex in what it does. It's it's no Bruce, that's for sure. It's no Bruce. Clarissa's more akin to Bruce, where it yep. takes pieces and and at least some amount of thought, right? Yeah. Um. Man, I mean, probably not. Right. I think I think it's probably is the same thing as Bruce. Is uh like I don't know. It's hard for me because I personally haven't played any of these, so I sure. don't I don't know, and yeah. I I don't plan on playing them for a while. So that's the issue with the. The giant release disparity, right? Like, mm-hmm. it it makes it hard for us because what? You, by the time we proxy these up, we test with them. That's fine. By the time this set actually comes out here, I'm not gonna care about it. Yep, because it's gonna be way less exciting. Yeah, because I've been it... playing with a black and white version of the same deck for the past two months. Yeah, exactly. You know, you so know it's how like, it plays. Yeah, it, it's not. It's it's just not my idea of fun to to do that. So whether mm-hmm. that's an issue, I don't know if that's like an issue with Vanguard itself or just an issue with the release schedule. Well, I'm, I'm, like, not, I'm al- not certain. What also upsets me is by the time we get our lyrical, we're already going to be uh, uh, two sets behind, and we'll be getting stuff for set four. At that point, yeah. whatever set four is going to be. So yeah, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because in Japan, in three weeks or about three weeks, uh, set three comes out for them. Mm-hmm. And so, and we still have a month before we get our uh, lyrical set, and then after set three comes out, what is after set three? Set four. So 
Yeah, it's really turning into what happened to V way too early, where the meta, the, the decks are all solved yep. by the time we get them. We know exactly what to expect when you go to the local level. You can kind of, you know, figure out oh, he's going to play this, she's going to play that, they're going to play this. And it's just not, it's just not fun. You know, it's it's way less exciting than when a new set of magic, or I'll even I'll even say Yu-Gi-Oh comes out. You know, and you can kind of actually deck build and mm-hmm. actually test, as opposed to just saying, "Well, these are the decks." Yeah, uh, let's let's it's it's like going down and playing five dollars to play rock paper scissors for four hours. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. So I don't know, like. And obviously, obviously, most of the the delays due to COVID, but yeah, it's not. There's, it's still there's like a a level of of mysticism, I guess. It's kind of like lost, not mysticism, but you know what I mean. Like it, they slipped back into this three month set disparity way too quickly. Yep. Um. Yep. Let's talk about some of these decks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, again, most of these are going to be what you expect. There is uh, the Learn Roll deck. All these decks look the same to me. That's not it. That's not it. Some have horns, some have wings. Some have wings. Yes, you've got three of the grade three order. That's the one, the the unflipper. It's the real good one. Yeah. Um, Two of the autumn, and then... Uh, one of the other grade two and one of the grade one. And then the deck is pretty much fit fit to your uh, uh, season to taste. You, yeah, know, you know what I mean? Um, so we've got some of the play an extra order card. We've got some of the uh, counter charger. We've got, yeah, some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember all these cards' names. Yeah. So f- forgive it, me. Didn't, um... Are our people are kind of settling on the uh the eight order sort of sort of sweet like Orphis, right? Yeah. Eight yeah. to nine. Eight to eight. nine. Uh worth noting this deck is playing draws. Ooh, is that is that good or bad? I don't I don't know anything how this deck actually plays, so I don't know if it draws a lot. I think it's fine. I, I think you keep your hand full so you can keep playing orders every turn, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's and most of these decks are at least eight crits. Some are a lot of them are eleven crits because they have the option with four heals and an over trigger. So it's pretty cut and dry. There is actually one list I kind of wanted to talk about, and that is a Kyrie list. So us, Ast- Alestiel. Ast- oh, 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 no, Estes. No, um, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, Estes. What she's called, but so it's a Kyrie list. But the grade one in the ride deck is the Black Wings, White Wings, Grade 1, the Alsteel. And the whole deck is Grade 2s, sans the Perfect Guards and the Persona Rides. So Grade 0, uh, they're using Wallista, Grade 0. Grade 1, Alsteel. Grade 2 is the Kyrie Grade 2, and Grade 3 is the Kyrie Grade 3. Persona Ride... And then we're, we were playing two full sets of Black Wings cards in the deck. Mm. So, so what we're trying to do is, I guess we're just, we're riding grade one, hoping that we don't flip a perfect guard or a persona ride, which you can mulligan too aggressively if you need to. Mm-hmm. And then we're playing Howling Ballad, Fanale, and Heavenly Recital, Emil. And just as a little refresher, MAL is the one that if you are in Black Wings, at the end of the battle, she attacks when she's boosted, choose a rear guard from your soul and put it into your hand. And if you did, put this card into your soul. And then Faniel is the Black Wings. When it's placed, you soul charge one and she gains boost. Mm. So they kind of work together. Yeah. And what they're doing is you're opening yourself up to... Kyrie's persona ride skill without having to bounce your front row necessarily. Gotcha. Right? Because she's putting herself in the soul. You could pick up something that was in the soul earlier. Yep. There's a good amount of soul charging in the deck. I don't know if this is good, but it's certainly cool. 
It's 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 very creative. Yeah. Not something I ever would have thought of. No, yeah. And again, if if you just if you whiff on your grade one turn and you slap a PG in there, the all bets are off. The plan fails, right? Yeah. But the deck gets significantly worse. I almost wonder if you no, you want to play perfect cards. That's silly. But I <laughs> and you have to play Persona rides for Kyrie, so you can't really cut those either. I don't know. It's an interesting deck. Yeah, it's very interesting. Isn't there? Wasn't there a a black wing, white wing card that would like swap? Oh, yeah, it's a it's a grade three a... that would swap itself. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's there's right. also a there's also a grade two that increases the grade of your your bind zone by one. But that's only good for a turn. It doesn't really make it happen yeah. every turn. You know what I mean? I, I think guess... we're just high rolling here. Yeah, that can make sense. I don't know what any of the other cards do, to be honest. So, uh, you've got a when she attacks, you've got the ghost that when she attacks, you can soul blast and give her plus ten k. Oh, right. Uh, um, you've got the counter blast to. I actually don't remember what this card does. Um, you've got the one place she gets plus five thousand grade two. And then two cards that I straight up do not remember what they do. Hmm. But they both cost a counterblast, I'll tell you that much. Okay, okay. Good to know, good to know. So that's a really interesting deck list. Yeah, uh, that's what, that was what was exciting to me. Everything else is pretty cookie-cutter. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's fine, it's lyrical, it's about what we expected. Yeah, I mean, like, because you have to split six ways of support in 120, uh, 134 cards, I think, technically. Yeah, it's cool to see people trying to match things together to make them work and not just using like the yeah the pre-built decks basically you know because you can build the decks the decks kind of build themselves if you want to if you want them yep to. yep always nice to see all right um let's move on tournament we kind of went on a little bit of a rant but let's do a <laughs> tournament report so all right here's the tournament report cole and i both went to epic loot last sunday great shop um, shout outs to Brett who got me hooked on flesh and blood. And then I got Cole hooked on flesh and blood. We yeah. both did bad drops and played flesh and blood full disclosure. Um, yep. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. It's fine. It's Vanguard. You're going to lose to trigger sacking. You're going to lose to getting stuck on whatever. It's mm -hmm. not a big deal, <laughs> but that is, that's the tournament report. Yep. Um, this is still a Vanguard podcast, but check out flesh and blood. It's a really good game. <laughs> Anyway, listeners <laughs> submitted questions. It's <laughs> waiting for um, a plug. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a good game. It's so good. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna keep going before I get in trouble with you. Uh, uh, let's say. Okay. So we have a, a listener submission question, and it's from Mew um, on Discord. So thank you, Mew, for the question. And it was a question that we were initially not gonna take, but I I actually kind of want to talk about it. So he asked, what mechanics from other formats, older formats, would you care to see in D, if any? And initially, we talked about it, we kind of both said, eh, I don't think there's really anything. And then, I actually have two that okay. I've like sat down and thought about it. Okay. I think the gauge mechanic is cool. Gauge mechanic is super cool. Uh, so not even necessarily like Tachikaze or like the Genesis style. It could be any sort of style of putting cards face down and using them as a as an additional resource. Even if it becomes like a a whole new, you call it something other than gauge, and you give it to a brand new ride line. Yep. Whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, additional resource management, I think, is sweet. So gauge is one, and we can talk about that for a little bit if you want. Oh, and the, the other one that I I actually would not, this is maybe a, a hot take, I think it'd be cool to see Limit Break. Huh. I don't think that's a hot take at all, actually. I think Limit Break's a cool mechanic. Yeah. Because it actually gives some real back and forth to the game. Instead We're not just trying just to kill rushing, people yeah. as soon as humanly possible. It matters a lot. Yeah. You're, you, you've actually got to, like, actually play and think you got to play it's, a game yeah when you know your opponent's going to have a break ride or or maybe it's not even necessarily all break ride it could just be a an a uh, 
when a the once damage per turn, is at limit, limit break skill, yeah, or yeah. yeah, a continuous something, you know. That would be really cool. So I I didn't play a ton, so people are probably going to say, oh, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Limit break was awful or something. But I know a lot of people who limit break was their favorite era. Yeah. I think the mechanic is sweet. Break ride is cool. I just, I like the idea of anything that makes it back and forth to, like, if you crit your opponent on turn one, then you have to think, like, oh, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You know, are they going to hit four damage before the grade three turn and have some sort of limit break thing? Or, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of a kind of an idea. What do you think? Do you have any mechanics that you really think would work well in, in an updated version of the game? Or do you think I'm stupid for wanting gauge and limit break or some variation of them? No, I I, I really like both of those options. Gauge was, that was my favorite thing about Tachikaze. And then Genesis got it. And I really like that as well. Uh, so Gage, I'm totally cool with. That makes a lot of sense. That That's a whole different way to play Vanguard, too. And I think Limit Break is also really smart because it kind of slows the game down a little bit, too. Um, think turns have to be more thoughtful. Deck building is more thoughtful, um, et cetera, et cetera. Granted, you might have to clog your deck if if they put in uh, Limit Break enablers or whatever. But with the, the, the ride line, there's no reason to stall anymore either so like you don't have to worry about not being on the right vanguard or whatever um right right but what i would personally like to see is other ride targets uh, like other grade three or greater ride targets i say grade three or greater just as a blanket statement but like i like being on zorga but i think it'd be kind of cool to go into like a finisher uh and then, and then, like when you ride on the Zorga, do something or other, or you know, something like that, just oh, to just sure, to give a little sure. little bit of variety. Because yay, I'm on Bruce. I'm always on Bruce. Or yeah, I'm yeah, Magnus. Like you I reach love your cards, boss but... monster, and then that's yeah. it. The only other yeah. thing you're doing after that is persona riding. Yeah, exactly. And that's There's a little no boring to, to me. Swap back and forth between two or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that's actually part of the fun of like when we were testing V. With the new stuff, it was like, yeah, I'll start on Die Liner, and then you have to wonder, well, is he going to ride it at Die Kaiser next turn, exactly. or is he going to ride? Is he going to ride Brad Black or hold up for Dayusha? You know, it's it's exactly it's interesting to have more than one quote unquote boss monster mm-hmm. of the deck. That's why. Yeah, that's I why think, it felt cool. when I rode Shieldfisher that one time. It it felt so wrong and so right at the same time because it just it made sense. That was the play to make, where like I had to like uh, untrain my my brain and and stop thinking about uh, well I'm I can't re-ride my Vanguard because I would lose everything that I I would do. But like the correct option was to ride Shieldfisher. Yeah. So like that's that's something that I miss. Um. But yeah, that's that, that's what I would like. No, I'm all for it. Alternate uh, alternate ride lines, or even like. Not even alternate ride lines, alternate grade threes you could feasibly put in your ride deck. Or I'm down for grade ones and twos also, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like the grade two and the ride deck for Orphus sucks. <laughs> you know, like, he ain't great. Yeah, he's not good. It's uh Yeah, I can't you can't really do that with let's use Bastion for an example. You have uh Rooks and Fort. Yeah. Or Fort and Rooks, whatever the order is. And they need to be ridden on by Bastion at some point. But yep. you could make another grade one and another grade two, and the grade two could still have an effect when he's ridden upon by Bastion. Yep. That's a cool design space. I'd like to see that happen. Maybe we yeah, could I would too. do that I... instead of getting more blaster support, Bushy Road, please, <laughs> for the love of God. Oh my god, it's so bad. Just oh. throwing away rare slots. Just throwing them away like they mean nothing. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's uh, that's what we would like. Um, uh, is there any anything else we want to talk about? I think that's it. This actually, we kind of went on a little rant there, and this episode went a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, it's great. But that's okay. It's that's fine. okay. I might cut some stuff out. Well, no, we'll see. Who who knows? Uh, <laughs> I think that's it for us this week, guys. Uh, thank you to Mew for the question. Um, I, I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that are going to ask questions or going to submit a question or going to put in a a list the way that our lives work we do not have a recording 
des- like a designated time and day anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to, it just does not work for us. We kind of got to fit it in when we can, which is why we didn't talk about any Dragon Empire cards at Hot or Not, because they haven't been revealed yet for this week. Because <laughs> we're, re- we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. So, if you're going to, if you have a question, don't wait, or a deck list, don't wait. Just throw it in the, e- either in the Discord or into one of our DMs or, or email it to us or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay if you submit multiple at a time, and we'll pick one, and we might come back to one later. You know, just just do that. Just do yeah. that for us. It'd be be a lot easier. Uh, um, all right, <clears throat> we're gonna close this out. Yeah. Uh, if you could uh, review our podcast on your listening device of choice, I am working on getting it to its own feed. That might be a little bit, um, but. When it does move over, I'll, I'll move all the stuff, and everyone will know. It won't be a surprise, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it's happening. Life's it's happening. crazy. Life's crazy. <laughs> God, it's going to get so much worse in the next yeah. week or two. Anyway. Also, bear with us if we don't. Uh, we may have to skip a week or something uh, in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if, if we might not have an episode uh, every single week, we might have to go every other or just life. skip a week yeah life up. happens man yeah so bear with us please uh, everything's fine everybody's fine it's just the way things are shaken out it's uh yeah. yeah just just bear with us uh so the intro and the outro music was done by zach boydis with a few tweaks by me uh our website drivecheck.net uh has a pretty nice little deck builder that actually might be overshadowed by the english version of the deck log but but that does not um uh oh my god what's the word uh export there we go to tabletop simulator format so uh that's what we got we got one up on you bushy road uh patreon information that's patreon.com slash drive check all one word if you want to give us a couple couple dollars i'm gonna have a an announcement coming up pretty soon on that uh i got some custom drive check sleeves in the mail uh so what yeah they are okay. <laughs> I'm a little uh, there's, there's there's a little blemish on them that I did not put there, but were printed on them. So, um, ah, uh. and I ordered four boxes, and they all have them on there. So I gotta I gotta figure out where that came from. So you gotta make a phone call. I might Dragon Shield. Listen, <laughs> I love your <laughs> sleeves, but don't oh, about to say a bad word. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, youtube.com slash uh, c slash drive check podcast just look up drive check podcast that's a youtube channel uh, we post vanguard content there occasionally um, haven't had time to make any content I, I assume you also have not had time to make it's content it's been too insane it's too much yep we will get content up uh, and now it's like yeah we'll we'll get con- we'll, it's, it's coming it's I coming. promise it might not be uh vanguard related either but we'll see um, oh yeah i've been waiting to talk to you about that but uh oh my god uh twitch.tv slash drive underscore check uh every tuesday night eight thirty eastern we uh we live stream that i might be gone for a few weeks but will has the capability to host the stream so the podcast will go on um also uh normally i have some some remote fight days as well Probably won't happen for a while, but uh, just give it a, a follow so you'll get notified when we go live. Um, if you wanted to reach us, we have a wonderful email, drivecheckpodcast at gmail.com. Just in the subject, throw in, uh, hey, this is for Perfect Guard or Perfect Guard Podcast, whatever you want. Uh, that way we can separate them and go from there. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm at drive, or the, the, the I'm going to call it a network. Uh, the network of drivecheck is at drive underscore check. I man that. Uh, uh, Twitter account. Also, I am at Cola underscore McCune, C O L E underscore M C C U N E. That is where you can find me. And Andy, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Discord. Uh, it's at Nerdbane. And so I was, I realized that I've been telling everybody where to find me on Discord, but if they're not in the Discord, they can't message me still. So on Discord, it is Nerdbane hashtag 4526. Four five two six. Write that down. That is okay. the way to send me a direct message without being in one of the discords that I am in. Although, 
if you're in any Discord, we probably share one because this thing, this page is full. It's stacked. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> Nerdbane, hashtag 4526 is a way to DM me if you don't want to join for whatever reason, which is fine. It's um, fine. Yeah, that's, that's a way to get at me. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to close out, and I'm immediately going to edit this, and you'll hear it Saturday morning. So without further ado, heading out. Thanks for everyone listening, and uh, we'll see you hopefully next week, but no promises. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you.